0: Hey everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Old Chick Snowship podcast. Today we are talking about all things style. And this is something, so I've known Amanda for a while. We've been in a couple groups together, and I've known Amanda for a while, and she is a soul stylist and confidence catalyst. Man, that's a mouthful. But what I love about her work is she talks about the intersection of soul and style. And why I wanted to talk to you guys about this or share this with you guys today is because in my own transition, in my reinvention of my life, as I've shifted from, you know, my corporate persona to being fully more authentically myself, I struggle a little bit with what does that look like? Like I have this wardrobe full of clothes that like I just really don't want to put on anymore, like they're very stiff and corporate. And now I feel like I found my creative self, and I'm just much more in flow. And I struggled with how to align my style. And I like I do love fashion. And so it's been a little bit of a journey. So I wanted to bring Amanda on to have this conversation today, because I think she has some really amazing insights. So welcome, Amanda. I'm so happy to have you here.
1: Thank you, Jennifer. I'm so excited to be here. And it's so cool because our stories are really have a lot of parallel like synergies with them. Yeah. So I'm super excited to dive in and just share with your audience and have everyone just feeling super confident.
0: Yeah. So before we jump in, and I definitely want to jump into your story because I love the why people do what they do (laughs) um, story, but how do you define a soul stylist and confidence catalyst? Yes. I love that. So to me,
1: it's always deeper than the clothes. So when I say a soul stylist, I'm all about helping women get to their inner essence, that confident version of them that, that they have within. She's just maybe hiding a little bit, right? Or, mm. or as you were saying, she's not really sure how to show up in her style. So my goal is to really help women unlock that and discover what that style is so that they start showing up as that version and really like creating the life that they desire. So it's the synergy mm. of, of Your inner being, your inner essence, and how you're showing up in the world—that they align. So that I find that when they do, that's when your most confident self.
0: Yeah, that is so true. Because if you're wearing clothes that don't feel like you, you feel it. Like you're definitely not radiating your most confident self.
1: Right. And no matter what you know, gift you have or what you're up to in the world, like it's a hindrance. And a lot of women, I think, don't want to necessarily admit it because it might seem a little shallow or a little this, but it's all about your intention. It's it's all about your intention around it, right? Do you see clothing as shallow, style as shallow, or do you see it as as like a way to beautifully express yourself?
0: Mm-hmm. I love that. So how did you end up doing what you're doing? Like, what was the journey that led you to this? Because this is not like, I have never heard this before, like the intersection of soul and style. I haven't heard that before. So how did you end up in this place?
1: Yeah, it's such a good question. I've always loved clothes and fashion and getting dressed and putting together outfits. My parents are both extremely stylish so are my brothers. We just grew up like oh, that was cool. our thing. We would go shopping together. It was just really fun for me. And in my mind, I never really thought that was a career. I just thought everyone loves that. I thought everyone mm. could put together outfits. Everyone knew how to you know, show up. So it was just always kind of in the back of my mind. And I went the route of like business. I worked in advertising. I worked at these big companies like Yahoo and Sony, because that's what I thought someone with a college education should go and do. I thought you graduate, you go work at a big company. Everyone's proud of you. You'd be really successful. You climb the corporate ladder. And so that's what I did for 13 years. And there was something in my soul that always felt like something was missing. Something was missing. I was extremely successful, like crushing it. Yet something in me was not happy. And I found that my outlet was to go shopping. Like that's how I would (laughs) (laughs) make myself feel better. I'd be like, well, I'm just going to go buy a new handbag but then that would fade. And it was when I actually about five years ago started to step into self-development, the world of self-development and jumped into some transformational training, some leadership training, that it opened up my eyes to the facts that I get to create whatever life I want. And that there's nothing, because I was still seeing like something negative about being a stylist. Like I was like, I just went to this great college. Why would I just be a stylist? Like it didn't seem like like it was something an important job to, to me until I started realizing between style and confidence and how that could really bring forth and started to realize that there are so many women out there who, you know, don't necessarily know what to wear or they struggle. They'll spend like 20, 30 minutes in front of the closet and then leave not feeling great. So when I started to realize those things is when I realized, wait a second, I think there's a way to weave these together in a deeper way. And that's what gave me like the confidence to just get started. And it's been a journey over the past, you know, four years to really figure out what it looks like and how I serve women and
0: create. I think that is so cool because it really is a form of empowerment. Like clothes really are a form of empowerment. So when you can get women feeling good about like how they're presenting themselves or how they're showing up or just feeling confident in that, like that extends to all areas of your life.
1: Absolutely. It's like, you know, I think some people get tired of hearing this, but like how you are in one area of your life is how you are in all areas of your life. So if you're not showing up confidently in your clothes, right, and you're not feeling good about yourself, then you're likely not showing up confidently with your family, in your career, in your, like, you're not presenting your best self. So it's, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. So- You know, like, and so I'm asking this just really out of, like, because this is something of super interest to me. But, like, all the time, you know, when I was growing up, like, I went to schools where I had to wear a uniform. And then I got into, you know, the corporate world. And again, I had to wear a uniform. Like, basically, it was a uniform. Right. And so I was so pre programmed about having to wear what fit in, or I guess so that you fit the mold of whatever it is. And then, you know, like when the mold was broken and I started doing my own thing, I was like, okay, now I'm free to dress however I want. What do I want to wear?
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Right. And it's taken, like, I think I'm getting there, but the pandemic definitely didn't help because now I'm not going out as much. I, you know, tend to uh, divert to whatever's easy, but it almost literally was finding my own expression like finding a different expression of myself through my clothing. And I didn't anticipate that it was going to be that hard, but it was.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Right. Yeah. 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 Do you find a lot of women like who transition and maybe you see that with your clients? Do you find a lot of women who transition kind of go through that experience?
1: Absolutely. 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 And I so get you because I also have gone through that experience of leaving corporate and realizing the same thing like, oh, I don't have to wear this. Oh, I can show a little more skin. Oh, like it's been very fascinating to be on that journey as well. And I I find that the majority of the women that I work with are in some stage of transition. So whether Mm -hmm. they are, whether it's with their career, whether they're new mamas, whether, you know, they're recently married, like they are in, in this stage of transition. And I think that's actually why we get triggered to change our style because- we're evolving, we're changing, we're growing and the style just no longer matches what that is. So I do find that, that there's a lot of women that are like struggling with that. Like, what does that look like to me? What's that vision? And it's what I always do with my clients is start them with a style vision. So, so many of us have a vision for our career. We have a vision for our family, our love life, but the majority of women have never sat down to actually get clear on their style vision and what that looks like.
0: So how do you get people to start creating that style vision? Like, where do you start with that? Yeah,
1: that's a great question. There's always a series of questions that I ask to help them really get to the root of it. What it comes down to first, what I love to do first is think through what are your top three goals for this next quarter? Like, what are those goals like for you? And then I always take them through a visualization of, okay, so it's the end of the quarter. You've achieved those goals. You know, see yourself in that. What are you wearing? How are you showing up? Like, what does that version of you look like? What type, what, like, how do the people around her feel in her presence? And mm-hmm. it's starting to ask yourself those questions that start to open your mind to what you visually look like. That's always like the start mm-hmm. of it, to get really clear on that. And then it's easy questions like, okay, who are some style icons or people in your life who every time you see them, you're like, gosh, she's got great style. She's really confident and start to notice the similarities in their styles. So is it because that woman always has on like a really great blazer? Is it because she's always wearing heels? Like what is it about their style that really sticks out to you? And -hmm. you start to pull the pieces from each of those style icons to create your own look. And then a big part of it is also just about play it's about forgetting the rules. I love that you mentioned rules, but it's like forgetting the rules. Who cares what body type you have? Who cares what everyone says, like what colors look better on you, what shapes and silhouettes look better on you. It's just play and try and see what really resonates with you. Like there's days where I put on pieces, like I'll put on a blouse. And by the end of the day, I'm like, this is not me anymore. I'm going to sell this. I'm going to give it away. Right. It's also just like really connecting like, okay, does this align with the version that I'm stepping into? Does this align with the life I'm creating? Or does it
0: remind me of, you know, right? Right. Or how do I feel in it? Like I'm walking around all day. Like, how am I feeling in this piece? Yeah. 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 Interesting. So you touched on something here like body types. And I guess the other thing that I want to talk about a little bit is societal expectation about what's age appropriate for women to wear. Right. Because, and I have done this a few times where I've said to my daughter, Am I too old to wear this? Oh. Right. And then I'm like, Oh, okay. I, it's on my body and I feel good in it. I'm going to wear it. But there's always kind of that, like, Oh, like I'm in my 50s. Like maybe I shouldn't be wearing these shorts or maybe I shouldn't be wearing this top or whatever it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love that you're asking that. And Buddha wanted to pop up for this question. He feels very strongly about this too. <laughs> um, I love that you're asking that because I am one of those that I don't believe in any style rule. I really don't. And it's style is about what makes you feel like the best version of you. It's what makes you show up as that version of you, because people are going to remember how you make them feel. And if you're showing up, feeling extremely confident, feeling excited, feeling empowered, that's, what's going to rub off on them. Right. It really starts with the confidence in you, right. And you being okay with how you're showing up, feeling great, and removing number one, the judgment around yourself and removing Mm. the judgment, right? So then the judgment that other people might have on you.
0: Yeah, because I talk a lot on this podcast about how societal stereotypes of what it means to be a midlife woman, like really get in our way. And the reality is like, there's a certain expectation about you should look this way. You know, you shouldn't look that way. You should, you know, color your hair. You should, you know, make yourself look younger, but don't make yourself look too young. And right. then, you know, dress nicely, but, you know, make sure you don't look too this or to that. Right. And there's like so many like rules and stuff that try and define us. Yet when we are our most authentic selves, which is really what this time of our life is about, there are no rules because the rules are you.
1: <laughs> yeah. The the reality is we, I mean, we create a reality. Like we create all of that. We decide what, yeah, the rule thing. It's so funny to me too, because who even created all the rules? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> who created that, you know, who says you can't wear short shorts, right? If you feel amazing, then wear short shorts, right? It's your life. Like you have one shot in this physical body, right? So it's, it's your life, like create however you want to create.
0: Yeah. And a lot of it too, I think, is um, like goes back centuries and centuries and generations about, you know, putting a woman in her place and again, what she's supposed to look like and not look like and, you know, all of that. Like, and we've literally just carried it forward, maybe evolved it slightly, but <laughs> yeah. we're still kind of following societal expectations and norms about what it means and how we dress. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I love it when I see uh, women like, oh, who's, what's her name? Iris Apfel. Oh, She's my style icon. <laughs> I freaking love her. I love Iris. Cause there is a woman who, like, regardless of her age, just like whatever she wears, she totally owns, she totally rocks it. And you can see she's like her most confident self. Exactly. And I that's- think as us as women, looking at that, it's like, okay, that's what I aspire to.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. And then, yeah. like, how do I get there? How do I get to be that confident in my clothes? Mm-hmm.
1: And that's where it comes down to like the soul part, like knowing the true you, doing mm-hmm. the inner work to feel that good about who you are, that you can show up as your true self and not care what anyone thinks. Right. What anyone thinks. Yeah. And it's a journey. It's a journey. I used to be that woman. I was so worried about, I would walk into a room and be like so concerned and, oh my gosh, are people going to like my outfit? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So I started doing the inner work and just realized like, who cares? Some people are going to like me. Some people are going to hate me. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I get to just be me, and it's that deeper inner work that then you can show up in jeans and a white t-shirt, and everyone's going to be like, "Who's that woman?" Yeah, it's right. Going. It's it's your energy, what you bring, what you exude,
0: right. And that comes from how you feel. So one of the other things I've heard you mention before in the intersection of soul and style is uh, chakras and how chakras guide, um, I guess, how you dress or the colors that you choose. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yes. I love that too. Because again, the rules that people believe when they're like, oh, but I'm a, I'm a summer, I'm a spring, I'm a winter. I have to wear these colors. Again, I don't even know what all those are. Like, it's so funny because all these rules initially held me back from stepping into this role as a stylist, because I thought I wasn't, I wasn't good enough because I didn't follow any of those rules until I kind of realized, wait a second, I get to make up my own rules. So what really lands is for me around color. I started to understand chakras a little bit deeper and realize that each of them are associated with a specific color. So I just started doing some research to understand what they all meant on a deeper level and started to correlate it back to the colors that we crave to wear. And I would just start kind of like surveying women and play around with it and just ask them like, what color have you been craving lately? And if they were like blue, I've really been craving blue. And I'd be like, what color? Like a light blue. Okay, cool. And then I would say something like, so have you been holding yourself back from speaking your truth or, and every single time they were like, Oh my gosh, how did you know? Yeah, I've been wanting to say this and I'm not saying it. And I'm like, well, because your throat chakra is asking for some more support. If that's the color that you're craving to wear, that's the, which chakra is asking for that. So I just started to do that deeper correlation. And it's like, I see it as two ways. When we're craving a certain color, it's either because that, that chakra could use a little bit of, of extra love. Or it's just because that one is really powerful in you. And it's just a reminder to, to really like use it.
0: So for the people listening who are not familiar with chakras, can you just kind of give like a really, really high level overview of what what a chakra is?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's an energy center just along our spine. That's really what it is. And if we think about it, we want that energy flowing through us freely because that's what allows us to show up as the best version of ourselves, right? If one of those energy centers is a little bit cloudy, then the energy is gonna get stuck there. And it's my belief that that stuck energy is actually what causes physical, emotional, uh, spiritual stressors in our life. Right. Like if you have a lot of stomach issues and digestion issues, I mean, what that points to to me is your solar plexus chakra, which is all about self-worth. So it points to me like, okay, where are you not believing in yourself? Right. That's what that one points to. Yeah, so that's what the chakras are in an in a easy little digestible nutshell.
0: Yeah, and I love that too because it's really rather than rather than taking the guidance from what you wear from outside of yourself or what's expected, it's like taking the guidance for what you wear from inside of yourself, right? Yeah. And like lately I've been like a lot of my closet is black. Like I have so much black (laughs) in my closet and lately I've been so called to red and like bright orange and things like that. Right. And I was like, Oh, isn't this interesting? Whereas before, like, and I do totally know this black is safe. Right. Like black goes with everything. It's like, you know, not too bright, you know, it's kind of stylish. It's, you know, but it feels safe to me.
1: Mm -hmm. Right.
0: And now like red and orange feel like, okay, I'm out there a lot more which is probably true of who I am as a person, right?
1: Yeah, it makes sense and also the red for grounding, like stability, security, safety, for your root, and then the orange for creativity. For yeah. Your sacral, right, for like creation out in the world. So that makes makes a lot of sense too with what you're up to. Yeah. Not to completely diminish the other rules that people follow because absolutely there's certain silhouettes that look better on certain body types. There's certain like color palettes that look better on certain skin types. And that's great to use as a guide. But I also believe that every body type can wear every silhouette if they want. It's just how you style it. Just Mm -hmm. like I believe everyone can wear every single color. It's just the shade of the color. So put that out there too, in case people are listening like, but I look awful in yellow. I hear you. And there's likely a shade of yellow that would work on you. Right. Open yourself up to the possibility and play.
0: Yeah. Cause that's the other thing too. I mean, <laughs> interestingly, and, and you, cause you mentioned this before about like dressing for your body type and, you know, as we're getting older, bodies are changing, like they're shifting. You might be putting on weight, maybe the weights in a different place it's distributed. And like, what was once your go-to right. Yeah. All of a sudden no longer feels like it fits yeah. your body or you don't feel that good in it anymore. Right. And then you're like, okay. I mean, I did this like through the process of menopause and everything, I ended up gaining a ton of weight. And it was like, when I used to shop before I would go to, here's my style. Here's my style window. And I would go right to that thing, except for that thing now was no longer worked for me. Yeah, And so then I'd be standing in the store going, okay, I don't even know where to start. Like, I don't even know like what looks good. And it was only my daughter who's like dragged me to the mall one day. And I was like, okay, we're just literally going to try on everything. And she like, put me in the change room and she handed me thing after thing after thing, <laughs> which I would never have done on, her own, on my own. So bless her for doing that, making me do that because I was <laughs> grumbling the whole way through. Right. But yeah, then it's like, okay, I just have to keep trying. I just have to like try different expressions of things and see what they look like. Right.
1: That's exactly what it is. Right. And it's, it's so interesting because that's how I see my role as well. It's not to tell you exactly what to wear. It's not to say, like, yeah, put this on. This is what's going to look amazing on you. It's to evoke from you what feels the best on you. Right. So it's, it's interesting when women will come up to me and say, okay, what should I wear? Like, what should I, what, what should, I, like, women I've never met before, are like, what would look good on me? And I'm like, wait a second. This is not just to, like, let me tell you right now. It's like, I get to get to know you. I get to know your lifestyle, like, what your vision is, what, who you truly are. It's so much deeper, right, than just putting you in something. Because if I, put you in a dress or something that I think is going to look amazing on you. What if that doesn't have you feeling really great? You're still not going to show up confident. So right. It's like, it's like the synergy of working together to create that true style.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's so cool. So like, what are some of the transformations that you've seen in your clients? Right. Like what have you dressed them for and how has that materialized in their life? I would love to know. Oh my gosh.
1: There's a uh, so much magic that has ha- that happens. Some of the bigger ones have been women who have changed up their style and then interviewed for either a bigger role in their company or have gone out and gotten a new job with another company. It's like they all of a sudden have the confidence to go out and interview or ask for more money. So I can remember one time specifically where one of my clients called me to let me know, she put on, you know, the, the dress that remind that, we always create names too like okay what's the name of your higher self right like who is this woman let's actually evoke her she was like i put on this dress because it made me feel like you know and she said the name of her higher self, and i went and i interviewed and i got this job i didn't think i was at all capable of doing it and i got this job and i was literally on the other end of the phone crying and trying to hold back my tears because i didn't you know i didn't want to like cry on the phone. Right. i was just so i was so excited so that's been a big one i had another client Reach out to me last week to let me know that now she feels super comfortable going on dates because she can look in her closet and know exactly what to put on to feel mm. really, really good. Whereas before, she actually held herself back from going out on dates because she didn't feel like she had anything to wear to them. So interesting that she's like working out more, she's losing weight. It's like another client was going through school to become a nurse. And we were really tweaking up her style so that she could go out and interview and get a great nursing position. And sure enough, we hadn't even like gotten to the point where we were creating all the outfits. We were just cleaning up her style vision, purging her. And she went <laughs> interviewed and got a job. So I'm like, that's how it works when you are committed to that. It's like your, your intention creates these beautiful results. I could go on and on. There's like so many beautiful That's really cool. transformations, but it really comes down to them feeling confident. And I can, I see their energy shift from mm. the beginning to the end. And it's like completely different women.
0: Right. Really cool. So we all have those moments where you walk into your closet and you're like staring at the things and you're like, I have nothing to wear. Meanwhile, there's a whole closet full of stuff, right? You Like yeah. how do you guide women like in that situation? Like where do you start when you're like, no idea. (laughs)
1: That's a great question. That's a great question. So I always say, start with your hero piece. Like what's one thing in your closet that's calling your name? Is it a specific blazer? Is it a pair of shoes? Is it a specific blouse? Like what is one thing as you scan your closet, one thing that's calling your name, start with that one piece, right? Like focus one step at a time. So start with that one piece, grab it. Let's say it's like this amazing, I don't know, red blazer and it's really calling your name. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start with this. Okay, what top do I want to wear with this blazer? Do I want to do like a white t-shirt? Do I want to go more the route of a blouse? Like what am I feeling more? And then you get to that. Okay, got it. I'm going to put that under it. What am I feeling on the bottom? Am I feeling jeans today? Am I feeling a little jogger? Am I feeling a skirt? Okay, I'm going to go with the jeans. Awesome. Okay, what shoes really feel good with this outfit? So it's just breaking it down one step at a time, Mm -hmm. but focusing on that one hero piece first And that's what you build your outfit around.
0: Right. So it doesn't quite seem so overwhelming. Yeah. And then how do you guide women in through the process of purging? So again, you're like looking in this closet full of suits and things that just no longer fit the life that you have or the person that you are. What is the process or what is the guidance for purging? Like, where do you start and what's the process that you should use? Like, I mean, there's the Marie Kondo method, there's all the, but how do you guide your clients through that?
1: (laughs) Yeah. The way I guide them through it and we typically go piece by piece, it's to look at it and ask yourself, okay, is this the life I'm creating? Like, is this, when I wear this, do I feel like my higher self? Or when I wear this, do I feel like, like my shadow self? And I told you we have names, right? We have the higher self name and the shadow self name. And you get to ask yourself, which version of me does it feel like? And that's how you make the decision. If it Mm -hmm. doesn't feel like what you're stepping into, then you get to let it go. And that's like, that's really what it comes down to. And I know that there's always some attachments around certain pieces too. So for some women, we get to look at those attachments too. Like what's coming up for you around that? Okay. Well, that reminds you of a really bad breakup, a really bad event. Get rid of it. hundred percent. You don't want that energy in your closet because clothing holds energy too. So you want that out of right. your closet. Maybe there's something that is sentimental to you because I don't know, you like wore it to your rehearsal dinner. Or you were, were pregnant in it. you just really remember it okay, if it's something that you really don't want to part with, let's at least pull all those pieces together and put them in a separate area in your closet or like under your bed or somewhere where you can keep them if they really are important to you, but they're not in sight with all your other pieces because the reality is you're not going to be wearing them today.
0: Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And so do you recommend the same thing? Like if people are in the transition between sizes, for example, like they're losing weight maybe and stuff's no longer fitting or they've gained weight and they're hanging on to the stuff that no longer fits. Like, how do you? That's an interesting
1: one. And I do get asked that a lot that comes down to timing. And that's also like usually a case by case basis. So for women that are losing weight and they're feeling really good about it. I typically like to say get rid of the bigger sizes immediately because mm. that's your back door. Like that's your back door. Like it's okay if I gain weight because I've got all these clothes still. Right. And that's where I'm like let those go. If it's the other way where you know you've gained a little bit of weight, number one what's the circumstance? Like what was going on? Was it you know, quarantine, people a lot of women are gaining weight, right? That's that's a circumstance. Okay, so is the goal to lose the weight, right? Like you get to ask those questions. If there's things that have been in your closet for six years that you haven't fit into for six years, the reality is those get to go because then you're just holding on to the past and there's likely some shame there.
0: Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's deep. Yeah. I heard somebody say, and I don't know where I heard this, but wearing clothes that fit is actually an act of self-love. Yeah. So if you are squeezing into clothes that are actually too small for you in hopes that you're going to lose the weight, or if you're, you know, wearing clothes that are too big for you because you don't want to buy something yet, because you're going to lose more weight in either one of those situations, you're trying to squish yourself into something that you're not now, like you're not honoring the present you.
1: Yep. Yeah. That's huge. That's so powerful. Yeah. That, that's so powerful. It's like everything in life, right? Like presence is the gift mm-hmm. it's where we always get to live from. So I agree with that a hundred percent that yeah. it's honoring. And it's also just honoring your body where it is right now too.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing, honoring you and honoring your body where it is right now. And like loving on that and feeling as, yeah. the best you possibly can at that, this place right now, yep. and then deal with the future when the future yeah. comes.
1: Because you and I both know that it's the gratitude in the present that yeah. actually creates what you want in the the future. Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting one. That's a tricky one too, right? And it, it depends on I think it comes down to the level of like awareness and consciousness in that specific woman. Yeah, like, If this resonates with her or not, and it, it's like a fine line. So I find every client is, is different in that. So it's, it's definitely a fine line to cross.
0: Yeah. And it's interesting because like in the process of gaining the weight that I gained and like I've lost it since, but like in the process of gaining the weight, like it was as the result of a stress related illness that I had. Right. But in the process of gaining the weight, I was like really attached to my size. Like my size is this size. And every time I went to buy something that wasn't that size, like, or that I couldn't fit into, or it wasn't comfortable, it was like like this process of almost like grief or whatever. And it wasn't until I got to the point when I heard that thing about wearing clothes that actually fit you now, who you are as an act of self-love and acceptance of who you are. Like it took me getting to that place before I could then be like, oh, now I can go lose the weight because I had been fully in acceptance and was dressing this body 30 pounds heavier yeah. for exactly who she was in this moment.
1: Yes. And you were holding on to that energy. Right. That energy of shame. It's so fascinating when you actually look at weight on a deeper level, like, and disease and everything. Like I truly believe we create all of that emotionally. So when we are holding on to weight, there's a reason Um, when we have certain diseases, there's a reason. And it's getting to the root of that, that actually heals it. And I found that I personally found that the less I actually focus on my weight and the more I just focus on eating what feels good to me, working out when I want to work out, I'm the thinnest that I've ever been in my life. Right. I'm still eating like dark chocolate every night. I'm still drinking wine. I'm still enjoying cake. Vegan cake. You know, it's (laughs) and I just do it. I do it in moderation and it feels good. And then it's also taking the the shame off of like, I had chocolate again last night. It's like, cool. I had chocolate last night. Yum.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm so with you on that one. And like, you know, like we were just saying, like honoring the body, no matter what size or shape it is. Yeah. It's like honoring yourself.
1: It's beautiful. And it's, it's, it's the physical body that you were given for a reason.
0: Yeah, no, it's so interesting. But clothes, I mean, there's so much emotional attachment to clothes and what we put on our body that like, and I understand it can be really, really difficult. Like I struggled with it. You know, I'm still struggling a little bit with like really kind of leaning into like, okay, what is my new style? Because I like, before I always had this, like, this is the thing. And I know I can gravitate, I can go into a store and I can gravitate to this is the silhouette. This is the color. This is the thing. Right. But I'm like, okay, that chapter of my life is closed, but I still am not like I, I can store now and like be, okay, this is the thing. I still have to go through this process of exploration. Yes. About, okay. What do I feel like? Do I, you know what I mean? Like what's going on? And then just honoring that, right? Like taking the shits out of it and like honoring like whatever comes up.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's a cool thing too. And I think that you'll find that each day it might be a little bit different. Like one day you might want to be a little more rocker chic with, I don't know, some faux leather leggings or something. And the other day you're like a boho goddess. And the other day, you know, one day you're like sporty spice. Like it's fun. You get to just play and how you feel that day. Yeah. Which is, which is what's, And for other women, they do like, they do like to have a specific style, like they are classic and they only want classic and that's amazing. Right. It really comes down to like, again, what feels good to you.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. That's so amazing. I,
1: if you're open to it, I mean, a great way to start is to create a Pinterest board.
0: Mm, yeah.
1: That's usually how I start with the style vision. After asking some questions, I'll start a Pinterest board for my clients. And then we play on the Pinterest board and start to pull together the looks that feel really good. And then that always happens first before I even do any shopping right? so that we're clear. Like I actually create a mood board from the Pinterest page so that we're really clear on what that looks like. So it makes it easy for me to shop. And then after I'm no longer working with them, it makes it easy for them to shop because they've got this mood board in this Right, page.
0: right. And can you have like more than one mood board? For sure. Yeah. yeah. I, f- I feel like there's many moods.
1: <laughs> many moods. Yeah, you can do whatever you want to do. <laughs>
0: yeah, Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Like kind of what is the, like the one piece of advice that you give to a woman who's in transition, struggling with what to wear, like what's the one or two things that you would say to her, like right off the bat?
1: Oh my gosh. I would say, how do you want to feel in your clothes? Like what, what are some words that come to mind? Mm. How you want to feel like, is it powerful? Is it confident? Is it elegant? Is it sophisticated? Is it playful? Like, what are some of the words to get mm. to into that? feeling place to like drop them out of their head into their heart, into that feeling space. That would be the first question. And then, and then even thinking of something like, okay, what were you wearing the last time you felt really, really confident?
0: Mm, I love those two things.
1: Yeah. And, and go back to that. Okay. What were you wearing? Okay. What was it about that, that had you feel really good? Oh, it's because I wore these amazing heels. Okay. Great. Like now you know that heels get to be part of your, your power outfit because they make you feel Mm, really
0: good. Those are two really great tips easily actionable and like really, like really good. Like, just like you said, getting you out of your head and like outside of yourself and like trusting yourself, trusting your higher self to guide you really into what it is that you want to wear. How does she want to exactly. express herself? Yeah, that's exactly, exactly. Yeah. It yeah it's interesting. Style. <laughs> yeah. And that's exactly it. That is it. You know, it's funny because I have this vision of myself And I've had this vision for a very, very long time. I have this vision of myself having written a book, standing on stage with my book. And every time I have this vision, this vision of me is wearing these like really like it's like wearing a very flowy kimono. And, you know, and I'm like, but wow, that's like not really even my style. But I'm like, isn't it interesting that like I feel that's not my style, but I'm like, "Hmm, isn't that interesting that my higher self has a presentation that way that feels so different from where I am today?
1: Yes. Yes. it feels like to me, you get to play around with kimonos a
0: little bit. Yeah. I actually did go get a kimono. Oh, beautiful. I haven't worn it yet, but we're going to be playing with it this summer. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. That's
1: exactly what it is, right? When you have those visions, like notice them and then act on them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But it was just such an interesting contrast to me because I was just like, yeah, wow, that's so not what I would pick right now. But I'm like, oh, okay. So my higher self has something else she wants to say through her yeah. clothes. <laughs> yeah. You'll be wearing that on stage. Yeah, I love that. It's interesting. This has been amazing. Thank you so much. Where can people find more about you and the work that you do?
1: Yeah, that's, and thank you for having me. This has been so much fun. I think the easiest way is just um, Instagram, Amanda Wheel Style. So Amanda, and then Wheel is W-E-I-L, Style, is really the easiest way to find out about me. Drop me a DM. I respond. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. I would love to chat with all of your beautiful community.
0: We'll make sure to put that in the show notes so everybody can find it. And yeah, I appreciate you taking the time to talk with us about this. Cause I, I feel like, you know, really expressing the person that you want to be like really kind of feeling into your most authentic self yeah. is so important. And to be able to express that with, through your clothing is just Like, I think it's key. Like, it's key for your energy. It's key for your success. It's key for your happiness Than to be like in flow. So it's important work that you're doing in the world.
1: Thank you. It's authenticity.
0: Yeah. In fact, I just wrote an email to my list today about authenticity. Oh, So (laughs) yeah, amazing. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, everybody listening, yeah, you can find Amanda's link in the show notes. And until next time. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Old Chick Snow Shit podcast. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give is to share this podcast with a friend, subscribe, rate and review our podcast on iTunes or wherever it is that you listen in.